This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You know what a ghost sign is? I know, it sounds like the paranormal or something, but actually, it's a little glimpse into a city's or more particularly a building's past when they kind of resurface. They're signs usually painted directly onto the side of a building, and they were much more common back in the day, and then they are kind of rediscovered decades later. And you know what? Vancouver has its share of these, as our next guest knows all about. So please, John Mackey, reporter for the Vancouver Sun, is joining us now to talk about this. Good morning, John. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here to talk about this. Now, how common are ghost signs in Vancouver? In old buildings, you know, um, probably all of them would have had some kind of ghost sign, uh, a painted sign on the side. So in Gastown or even in all the uh, Commercial Drive, 4th Avenue, you know, probably from the 1890s to the 1920s uh, when neon signs showed up, uh, everybody would paint a sign on the side of their building. Right, but we're not very good at preserving our history or even our old buildings here in Vancouver, are we? Yeah, well, no, absolutely. And the, and the reason a lot of them are discovered is because they're tearing down a small building, right? So, so they're, you know, a lot of them, the commercial buildings are one story. So, so you get something like the place on uh, the pizza joint on uh, 1100 block of Victoria, the Shelley's Bakery sign, uh, um, painted sign just showed up when they were... Um, changing the siding, I think, and they decided to keep it, right? It's this beautiful, um, large uh, sign, you know, very colorful, black, red, white, you know. And, and you know, in the Woodward's building, again, a lot, a lot of them, like uh, the Woodward's building, who knew that uh, when they when they uh, fixed up the Woodward building, that there were all these old signs on the Woodward building saying what it used to uh, sell back in the day, you know, like wallpaper and stuff like that, right? Oil skins, you know, so, so accidental discoveries, really. So are we better at appreciating them now, do you think? Oh, absolutely. People love them, but, that's, but the builders don't love them because then it's a pain for them to actually save them, right? So, so, so the best one that came up recently in the, in the recent years was, uh, and it was really a, a very unusual one, was uh, in 1922 for a week, Harold Lloyd, a silent movie star like Charlie Chaplin, he um, a painted sign on the sign of a building at Granville and Robson showed up, and they were demolishing uh, the building on the corner of uh, of uh, Robson and Granville, and uh, it was just beautiful. And so you had throngs of people looking at it. Right, there was a painting of Harold Lloyd hanging off a ledge, and uh, unfortunately, you know, they uh, it got not. Uh, Knocked down. And they, they saved the, they saved the bricks, but they didn't save the sign. You know, that's so typical of us, though, isn't it? Like we get excited, and there's is there no way to save it? Do we not have any rules around these things? No, the city of Vancouver has no rules. And what they do is, is as far as I know, they uh, they they send somebody in to photograph it to document it. I mean, in, in that case, what you probably could have done was you probably. You know, they, they they save Egyptian hieroglyphics, right? So you could save a, a painted sign on the side of a building. Uh, all you'd probably have to do is make some kind of a, a form and then chainsaw the sign out and then 
gently take it away. I mean, there was a guy that actually did that, Arthur Irving, who passed away, who um, saved. Uh, there used to be a train station in Gastown, where or Chinatown, where the um, Marco Polo restaurant was for years. And uh, he actually, the workers that were taking it down, he paid them like ten bucks to uh, to um, you know to push over the 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 uh, sign for the Vancouver Yukon and Westminster Railway into uh, into a form. And uh, and then it, it's now at the uh, Squamish Railway Museum, I think. That so is it, so it cool. Can be done. Yeah, it can be done if the will is there. So wh- tell us about some of your other favorites that you've come across. Well, when there's you know, sadly, another one that just lost was uh, the Loop Saloon, which was uh, at the corner of uh, its back lane between Carroll on Carroll Street between um, Hastings and Cordova. It was probably a 1898 sign. That was Vancouver's oldest one. And, and the renovation of that building, they got rid of that. That, that was incredible. It said, um, you know, Bass 20 cents. It, it was just fantastic. But I mean, one of my favorites is Pierre Paris, which is, you know, across the the street from Woodward's, this giant sign that says uh, Pierre Paris shoe, Shoes, and, uh, and it's, it's uh, $1.50 and 5 bucks. And they, <laughs> they, they seem to be uh, from different eras, those two signs, so, so they updated it, right? And, and, and the other thing about the Pierre Paris sign is that there seems to be another sign that is faded that was painted over top of it at one point. Oh. Which I've never been able to figure out. Oh yeah, it, it, it's uh, they're they're very interesting, and and you know, and once you get into the ghost sign things, you can see them everywhere, right? There's a great ghost sign in uh, Met, some great ghost signs in Medicine Hat, for example, that I always visit whenever I drive across Canada. So, what do you think it tells us about the way our neighborhoods have changed? Like, can you tell? Oh, this used there used to be a lot of bakeries over here, or maybe this was a more industrial area. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they uh, back in the early city, um, you know, there weren't there was Woodward's and there was uh, David Spencer store, but everything else was small businesses. And so these it was all these different small businesses, and uh, and all over the place. And you know, you'd go to I mean, I live in Strathcona, and we still have corner stores here, but there used to be corner stores everywhere, right? And and uh, and and so you just you see these fantastic little signs uh, advertising these long dead businesses. Which you can then determine what, where, uh, how long they, uh, what, what era they were from by looking it up in the Henderson's directories. Uh, at the Vancouver Public Library has scanned these directories in, which tell you um, where everybody lived back in the day. Right. It's, so so uh, yeah, it, it's it, they're they're fantastic. I mean, you know, there is one that showed up a couple of years ago for the Vancouver Daily World, a newspaper that went out of business in 1924, and uh, it was inside a building. Um, on Pender Street, and uh, what happened was uh, that they were uh, somebody was taking out some of the false walls that they'd put up, and they uncovered this old sign, right? And so what had happened was the the building next door was used as the wall, interior wall for the building on the corner. It was, a, I think they're called. Ah. Uh, party walls or something, and and uh, yeah, so it was just, that was a wild one. You know that was uh, you know, but they 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 pop up all over the place. So know? do we not and even have probably, like a place where we can go? Like, does somebody photograph them? Does somebody at least take a picture of them? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do stories on them in the Vancouver Sun, and so we have the Sun as photos. But I think I think with social media, um, there was one that showed up uh, near London where London Drugs used to be on Hastings, and uh, there was a one that showed up a couple of, uh, last year, I think. And uh, so and it became a. a 
social media phenomenon because uh, Patrick Gunn of Heritage Vancouver photographed it and put it up online, and soon it had like 40,000 hits on Twitter. Love it. So, so, so yeah, it, it, the city does send some out there. I mean, what I would do is if, it, if it's on a wooden building, I would just take the... Um, the uh, the siding off and then and give it to the Vancouver Museum, which in fact the guy who uh, the developer who uh, who was building the building uh, uh, on Hastings, which is now uh, almost complete, he actually did the, had that taken off uh, carefully and is actually going to reinstall it as a feature in the building. So oh. so you can do it right. Just just requires um, somebody caring. I think people do care. We just need to bring it to our attention. I'm going to go look for these now. John, thank you so much for telling us about that today. Well, thank you. It was it was great to wake up this early. <laughs> I sent sarcasm on that one, John. That's John Mackey, reporter for the Vancouver Sun, teaching us all about ghost signs as part of our Where We Live series.